0: I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake podcast. If this is your first time downloading the show, if this is your first time checking it out, I want to thank you for uh, taking some time out of your day to listen. But I want to give you a big warm welcome, give you a hug, and welcome you to the family. Hey, uh, the website for the podcast, IAMSaltLake.com, really easy to remember. Go on over to the website and check out some of the back episodes. I have been doing this podcast now for over 10 years, so I'm sure there's one or two uh, conversations there with somebody here in the state of Utah that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to check this out. (laughs) Hey, today on the podcast, this is a cool conversation I had with Dylan Mazziotti. He's a podcaster here in Salt Lake City, as well as a designer, uh, Lennon Design. We talk about that, but we also talk about some of his uh, design work. That he's got to do for for some local businesses, including places like Wise Guys and Dry Bar Comedy. We're going to get into all that here in just a minute. Before I do that, though, I want to remind you guys, I'm a real estate agent. And I would love to help you with your uh, 2023 real estate goals. So whatever those goals might be this next year, I'd love to help you out. Give me a call. Shoot me a DM. Slide into my DMs, like they say. Uh, But my cell phone number is 801 244-2908 give me a call shoot me a text let's chat or if you know anybody looking to uh, buy or sell feel free to pass my number on as well and with all that being said let's jump into that conversation I had with Dylan Mazziotti thanks for listening enjoy And, and we're going here, Dylan. You know, we're I, I got it recorded. We're, we sound good. We're we're ready to rock and roll. But I want to. I'm going to start. This is going to be a little different since it's Christmas. But I want to know, Dylan. Do you have a favorite Christmas memory from your childhood?
1: Not really. Um, They all kind of blend together because they were all awesome. You know, as an '80s kid, you know, so there's you know parachute pants and um, you know bandanas and uh, Masters of the Universe figures. You know, so there was just all those awesome toys and and, and fashion back then to wake up and open and <laughs> and all that. So
0: uh, it's it's weird, you know, being an adult on Christmas compared to a kid, because a kid is so much more excited on Christmas morning than than us adults are. You know, we're we're just like, oh, I want to sleep in. I want to spend the day just relaxing. And kids are like, I
1: want to open up all my presents at five a.m. and
0: you know, get up super early and I don't know, but,
1: uh, I like getting up and getting that out of the way. That yeah. way I can just, you know, chill, you know, after we have our brunch cause we have a, my wife makes a bunch of stuff for brunch. Yeah. Um, every Christmas morning we have family over. Then after that, we're just, we just chill out the rest of the day. So
0: that's great, man.
1: We jump right on it. So I want to get
0: right into podcasting, man. I want to start right there. You know, uh, you and I, we've been um, connected, friends, uh, through the podcasting community for, I mean, really, I mean, I would say as long as I've been doing this show, um, so, you know, we've been on each other's radars for 10 years, but I've never really delved into your podcasting story, Dylan, of finding out kind of what led you into uh, everything you do with podcasting. Um, I mean, do you, do you mind uh, kind of starting there? Like, I mean, do you know, how, how long have you been podcasting, man?
1: Um, well, I tried a few times before I, you know, did it officially with uh, your creativity. Uh-huh. Um, Cliff Ravenscraft, he had the Lost podcast, a TV show Lost uh-huh. years ago, and he he was a big inspiration. And I tried a few times starting, you know, two or three different things that just didn't catch. And then, um, uh, Sasha Bloom, you know, wanted to create the Utah podcast network, your whole media back then. And, you know, I was on, uh, Tony Toscano's movie podcast on the the thing for a while. Then I had a falling out with one of the co-hosts and it's like, I, you know, if I'm going to do anything, I can't work with her directly. and That kind of imploded that podcast and your creativity came out of those ashes.
0: So how long ago was that?
1: It was just like I think it was like 6 or six months so before your I started your creativity which was I'll be I'll be, be going to our sixth year of podcasting in January. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I know I mean you've been doing it for a while so I mean that that makes sense about 6 years, 6 7 years, you know.
1: 6 7 years, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I mean it's it's a great show. Uh, I mean, it's you. I mean, t- tell tell them tell my listeners a little bit about your creativity, what what it's about, what they can expect uh, if they were to listen.
1: We just have long form, you know, kind of mellow conversations like you do. You're you know, you're kind of one of the inspirations. My brother's blog, mm-hmm. uh, always funny in Salt Lake, his comedy blog, and you you had my brother Jordan on this show mm-hmm. years ago, and then I would be going to um creative mornings which is a a monthly creative uh, s- speaker kind of event it hasn't happened for a while i think since covid it hasn't really happened um but between those and and you it, that was kind of the inspiration just long form conversations with creative people
0: have you uh have you had the opportunity to chat with everybody you want to chat with on that podcast or are there still people uh that you're that are on your bucket list to uh still bring on the show.
1: I I'm close. I started putting wish lists uh posts up on Instagram, you know, a couple of years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: First one was Kevin Smith and then Aaron Draplin, who's a awesome graphic designer and I, I I had him on. So those wish list things do happen, but Kevin Smith is like the the pinnacle cuz you know since Clerks, first time I watched Clerks on VHS, I've I've been a fan of his And and enter wise guys have been lucky enough to meet him a handful of times.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Kevin Smith, I mean, he is, he's, uh, he's one of the, I mean, not only is he a great comedian and a great, you know, makes some great films, but he's also a great podcaster. And, uh, you know, I actually years ago, I, you know, and I think we've talked about this. I went, you know, I went to a podcast conference that he was at at actually, and uh, that was a lot of fun to, uh get to hear him talk about, about, uh, podcasting and, uh, kind of how that's changed his life and the things that he does and whatnot. So that's cool, man. And I want to get into, I'm going to get into, uh, you mentioned wise guys. We're going to get into some of your design stuff here in uh, a little bit too. I want to talk about some of that. Um,
1: while we're still talking about Kevin, I would have been on this show a lot sooner if it wasn't for Kevin, because we had me scheduled for a date to, you know, for you to interview me. But then Kevin Smith, you know, booked today to to come to Wise Guys, and it was the day we had scheduled.
0: Is that what so, happened? I remember that now.
1: Yeah, I that's remember. That's what happened.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was. Uh, gosh, that was that was quite a few years ago.
1: Um, uh, seven uh, seven years ago. Around yeah. There,
0: yeah. I mean, what do you like the most about podcasting, Dylan? I mean, well, I, I, with mine, It's a big question. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is a big question for me it's kind of selfish i kind of fanboy through my life and we'll see that as we continue the conversation but just like meeting awesome people Mm -hmm. and just hanging around with them talking to them, finding out what you know what they're about how do they get where they are and you know what inspires them you know all that kind of creative stuff so i just i just love hanging out with creative people
0: And I mean, there's something fun about doing a podcast, right? It's a lot easier to get somebody to, uh, spend some time with you. If you tell them you have a podcast versus just to say, Hey, let's just get together for lunch or let's just get together and talk. People are like, no, my, you know, but if you say, Hey, I got a podcast, you're like, Oh, I'll be on your podcast. You know, it's kind of cool how it, it works out that way. But, uh, what do you like the least? I mean, what, what's your least favorite part about podcasting?
1: The website stuff can get kind of messy at times. Really? <laughs> that gets yeah, that gets frustrating sometimes. It's just that the site doesn't work, mm-hmm. or episodes don't post. You know, that's probably the most frustrating part.
0: Which is interesting because you're a web designer, aren't you? Don't you do web design, right?
1: Um, not really. You know, okay. I have I've done WordPress sites for people, but like, yeah. you know, HTML and stuff like that. Not really. I'm actually phasing myself out of it. Okay. So that, 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 part, just cause I can't keep up with technology and do all the stuff that I'm doing on the graphic side.
0: So you, the posting on, on the websites and, and all of that is probably your least now you, so you're still pretty active with your creativity, right? You're still putting out episodes of that.
1: Yeah. It's been kind of spotty the past couple of months just cause people have been getting, getting busy with the holidays.
0: Yeah. Now, who are you doing that? Aren't you doing that podcast? You've had some different co-hosts come through that with you, right? Like I know you, uh, uh, Steve Hatch, right? He's he's doing that with you, or he used to. And then, uh, what? Uh, who 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 else was doing that with you?
1: My my first episode, Sasha helped me with. He was just kind of more of a kind of a backup there, you know. Those first couple, because you know, believe it or not, I I used to be like a wallflower. I you know afraid to talk to anybody
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i was still kind of that way at the beginning uh, the first episode was a phone interview it's a weird way to get dropped into it mm-hmm. and then the second ep- episode was uh and uh, andrea peterson yeah she did the she did a web series and you know some other projects that were on the radar and then Steve joined as a co-host for the third episode, and he's been part of the show ever since.
0: And Steve's great, and
1: yeah. And she was a co-host for a while.
0: Who was who? Uh, this a- Andrea? Yeah. I don't know if I know her. Where is she? Um, what does uh, she, she do? She's
1: in New York now. Okay. She moved to New York for like some acting stuff, and yeah, she's busy out there. But just before she moved, she kind of hold back because she got a new job and really couldn't do the afternoon times that we tend to record.
0: Yeah. Is it tough doing a podcast with co-hosts like that, that are kind of, um, you know, I mean, obviously uh, I, I, you know, I haven't done a podcast that way. I mean, the, the, the people I've done podcasts with, I've lived with. And so it's, you know, made it nice because you can communicate that way. Um, But I was just wondering, you know, is it tough to juggle around so many different people's schedules and, uh, to kind of get things coordinated that way.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's made it rough. Um, you know, Mike, since, since COVID Steve's had, you know, more trouble staffing, Mm -hmm. you know, at the store. So he's not available as much and, and Terry Burden's part of the team too, but he's, you know, he's doing all sorts of stuff all the time. So he's, he hasn't really been part of it much lately. Uh, and that's why I'm starting to include uh Jessica from the new she used to be on the new Utah podcast. Oh she, yeah. She's joined us for a few episodes just kind of as filler if Steve can't make it and, and and she can make it. But I have no problem doing the interviews alone also.
0: Is that is the new Utah podcast? I haven't listened to that for a while. Are they still doing that podcast or no?
1: They're still yeah, they're still doing that. She just she but, yeah, she
0: left. I don't know the reasons or anything.
1: So yeah,
0: yeah, no, we don't I do any... not Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: awesome. Um, but yeah, they're still they're still doing it.
0: Very cool. Yeah, no, that's uh, that podcast has been around for a while. It's the the Utah uh, podcasting community is interesting, right? It's gone through. Uh, Different uh, waves and flows, and and you know we have this group and that group, and and this and that, and that's kind of what I want to lead into uh, the Utah Podcast Network. Which I mean, you you have that domain now, right?
1: Uh, yes. Well, I I helped Sasha get it started. You mm-hmm. know, I bought the domain. and I've been hosting it all these years. When COVID hit, you know his his job kind of e- evaporated because he did um, camera stuff for jazz and other sporting events and things like that. So, because of that, he ended up moving to California, back to California where he grew up, mm-hmm. and he he gave me the reins. It's like you can have it, but if I want to do a podcast sometime, you know, it's got to be on the network. And um, I've taken it over, and you know, been keeping shows going. You know, started I'm part of a second podcast, Ask the Stripper. Uh, with Molly the Stripper, who you've had on here. And, you know, um, Elizabeth Leach, she has a show. You know, they used to do a show, but then they kind of reformat, and it's more like our show where they interview local businesses and stuff like that. And then uh, off and on, Area 52 um, is doing shows. And then... Steve has a little talk show that he's uh, working on called the short and sweet show. And when the audio um, seems good enough, you know, to post as a podcast from his uh, video interviews, we throw those up.
0: So there's still our podcast being made then for the network. It's, it's still I yeah. mean, still kind of active. It sounds like. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you plan on like ever, I mean, I always, I remember when Sasha made this this up, and I always just thought it could be such a awesome thing if if somebody was to run with that. Do you have any plans to r- really run with that at all?
1: Uh, no, just these, you know, five or six shows, you know, I just want to keep them going for, you know, these guys, because they do a great job. Also, Guy Seidel has one about music called, "Do I like that song.
2: Uh-huh
1: which is about music and he has a couple of buddies and I cameo from time to time, just kind of as a third chair, peanut gallery type of thing. And, but that's really good to take about, talk about all, all sorts of music and concert reports. So yeah, I, I, you know, I don't make any money. I'm, it's not really the focus of it. It's just to get these good shows out for people to listen to.
0: Let's say that one of my listeners was listening and, they wanted to start a podcast. I mean, I, I know I asked this question a lot on the, on the podcast here, Dylan, but I'm curious if you had any advice that you would give to somebody that's either a new podcaster or thinking about starting a podcast. I mean, from somebody who's been doing it like yourself for, you know, five, six, seven years, you've done a few different podcasts. Do you have any advice or tips or suggestions you would tell them?
1: Um, be patient. You know, you know, unless you're like a comedian or a news person or something like that, you know, you're not going to be comfortable immediately. Yeah. You know, the early episodes, you're going to be nervous. You're going to ask the wrong things. You know, just, just be patient with yourself. We'll Co-hosts, if you have them, the guests, you know, if booking gets tough, um, just be patient and don't think you're going to be Joe Rogan where you're going to do three interviews and you know most of that time is pretty awesome you know it, it it's going to take a while to find your footing
0: so you're not going to become a millionaire overnight then no <laughs> <laughs> you know it's interesting right we all chase that in podcasting we all we all think that um we're like, oh, we can become the next Joe Rogan, you know, and, and, and we're going to get all these sponsors and we're going to retire from our jobs and all of that. And we quickly realize that that doesn't happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, Spotify isn't calling us to, to sign contracts. <laughs> what do you, what are your
0: thoughts? I mean, the, the direction that podcasting is kind of gone. I mean, do you, do you like the direction that podcasting is going over the last few years or, or have, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: I, I do because I, I I listen to a handful that are like very well produced mm-hmm. and like very you know very interesting and not like overly produced. Because in movies and TV shows and podcasts, if they're like too overly produced, it's like you know I I, I want my podcast to be a little bit gritty. Okay. So it you know I don't I don't want it too polished. But if like they're telling telling a good story and making it interesting, you know those are the ones I like. And things are so niche now that you know you can pick and choose and find the ones that you love. Uh, for example, you know, um, you know I'm around comedy all the time, and I, I love Conan O'Brien. He has, you know, Conan O'Brien needs a friend, and he's every you know, all his comedian friends and. Um Thursdays he does an episode called uh Conan O'Brien needs a F- friend. Mm-hmm. I mean a, a fan. And so those he calls out to fans that do interesting things and interviews them. So I you know, everyday people interview being interviewed by Conan, I think, is pretty awesome. And then on the um the Ringer podcast network, they have one called um It's called, Um, let me bring it up here. I apologize. It's a a movie, it's a movie podcast, and um, it just digs deep into movies. It's called The Rewatchables. So, like old movies that are rewatchable, they like talk about the movie for about an hour but like break it down. Memorable scenes, memorable shots, how would they recast it, and stuff like that. So, that's another one of my favorites. Yeah, so just just ones like that, those kind of niche things that, you know, you can pick and choose and like really enjoy while you're doing the dishes or just kind of, you know, kind of chilling out. Mm -hmm. So I I love that it's so big, you know, that there's so many choices. But also with so many choices, you can't listen to everything. So that, you know, that's probably the wink link is, you know, there's a little bit too much. (laughs)
0: Well, you know, and that's what I tell people all the time, Dylan. I'm like, you know, just because people, just because you're not getting a lot of downloads on your podcast doesn't mean it's bad. It just means, I mean, people don't have as many hours in the day to listen to all the podcasts, listen to all the audiobooks, watch all the movies on Netflix. You know what I mean? There's so much content and media out there. It's like you can't get to all of it. And right. so, um, You know, people have to remember that when they're, when they're creating their podcasts. Tell me about Lennon design. I want to kind of get into, I mean, this is, this is like your day job, right? Is that, uh, that's what you do uh, for work, Lennon design. I mean, what got you into design and doing that?
1: Well, my brother, Jordan, I call him my big little brother because, you know, most of my major, well, a few of my big life choices have kind of been inspired by him, you know, the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm because of his blog and then he he does graphic design also and he went to graphic design school before me finished before me started working before me and then finally in 2009 which was years too late but it kind of worked out technology wise that that was probably the best time for me and i i went to eagle gate college uh, in murray got a couple of uh associate degrees um, one in graphic design, one in web design. And then just kind of, it was a very slow start. You know, I worked, you know, multiple jobs just to keep life going during that time. But I slowly, slowly built to it. And then when Richie was back at X96, I don't remember what year in his many years there that I, I met him, but I started bugging him about being, you know, an intern. You know, can I help? You know, maybe graphic design behind the scenes, you mm. know, for for the station and stuff like that. And I don't go up there Friday mornings to, you know, see them interview the comedians in person. You know, so I met, you know, Gilbert Godfrey and Christopher Titus and oh, Kevin Nealon,
2: cool.
1: yeah, who's c- coming back in in January, uh, Kevin Nealon. And so just it, it started out that way, and then. They they kind of you know didn't have me in there as much, and they said, you know, go go over here to the the comedy um, station, and that, that's where Keith was, uh, Keith Stubbs was doing his morning show, and he owns he owns Wise Guys and had the morning radio show. So I start hanging out over there, and again the the timeline's fuzzy to me, but with you know, probably within a year of that. His, his designer or who the person who was doing the posters was kind of kind of phasing themselves out. A- and I stepped in, started doing the you know, the posters and stuff like that, and it evolved into now or it's been 10, 11 years. Yeah, it'll be eleven years next year.
0: And didn't you do the logo, right? For Wise Guys or no?
1: Um, no, I've I've done some variations, but like the original one no, it wasn't it wasn't
0: me, okay, okay, but you've done different logos for businesses around Salt Lake, or for some reason, I thought you have maybe,
1: yeah, yeah, um, zao Asian cafe it's a restaurant kind of asian fusion oh, you, you did their logo, uh, yeah, I did a lot of early work for them,
0: yeah, that's cool, man,
1: yeah, the guy the guy that um started that also started uh Brumby Island Grill and uh zuka juice, okay. And uh, I, met a, I met him a little bit when I worked at Zuka Juice, really at, at Rumby because I started the Rumby downtown. And then when they opened their um, Draper location, I moved down to that one because we moved down to Riverton at that time. And he lived in Sand, He lives in Sandy. So he would be coming into that Draper store often. And we kind of became friends. I was person, his personal assistant for a while. And so that's where the connection, you know, once I started going to school and getting things going that way, you know, he brought me in to help with Zao. And then I've also worked with uh, Oh My, the Korean restaurant. Uh Um, I work with uh, Iceberg Drive-In a little bit. You know, they're known for their their great shakes. Yeah. So, yeah, I help them off and on. And then uh, outside of that, a lot of, uh, a lot of comedians, and I help Richie with some of his podcasting clients, and you know, just different podcasting comedians, mostly outside of uh, wise guys and dry bar comedy.
0: Where did you grow up? Did you grow up here in Utah, or where's where's home for you, Dylan?
1: Uh, I grew up in Utah. Um, my like my I call them my end elementary school years were in Vernal, um, Dinosaur Land. Yeah, you know, it was during the oil boom, so that's what we lived out there. And that, I believe that was, we moved out here in 88. So
0: to, to the Salt like Lake area.
1: To, yeah. So it's like 81 to 88. Those, those elementary and middle school years.
0: So you probably don't because
1: have the way we go ahead.
0: Oh no. I was just going to say, you probably don't have too many memories of Vernal, right?
1: No, like, you know, probably started like third, fourth grade is when, you know, I, I kind of remember stuff, but you know, it's, like in stranger things in the eighties movies riding down on our bikes, you know, popping into 7-Eleven to buy candy, you know, just causing trouble. (laughs) So yeah, I had, I had a very eighties upbringing. Like what you see in the movies, you know, you know, on our bikes and the bad clothes or good clothes, depending on your opinion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the eighties was a great time, man. I'm an eighties kid myself, man. Like, that was a great time to grow up. So it's like, I don't know. I think it was pretty cool clothes, you know. <laughs> I say I'd say that laughingly a little bit. I mean, some of it was good, but if you could go back to your to uh, your first day of high school, Dylan, and give yourself advice, what would you tell
1: yourself? Oh boy, that's a good one. Um, just that it's going to be okay. I didn't. I didn't have a terrible time in high school, but I, like I said, I was a ball, you know, until. I really started doing the podcast. I I was a wallflower. I was kind of a introvert. You know, I probably would have told myself to you know get out there a little bit. You know, because those years I I didn't really date anybody, you know, or hang out with anybody. You know, I would end up hanging out with people sometimes, but I didn't really like have a set group of friends outside of you know the people in my neighborhood and and ward.
0: It's time for, uh, we, I have some standard Salt Lake city questions that I ask everybody that comes to the show here, Dylan. So of course I got to ask you and, uh, you know, um, we have family and friends that visit us from time to time and you know, they come to, they come to town, they fly into Utah, they fly to Salt Lake and they're, they, you, you have the afternoon free and they're like, give me a tour, show me around. I mean, where, where do you take people to? I mean, do you have like a few favorite spots or a few favorite areas? I mean, I've had people say, you know, the temple or the great salt Lake or park city, you know, do you, do you have a favorite place you like to take people to when they come to the area?
1: Even if I don't work at wise guys, I would say wise guys just because it's such an amazing place. Yeah. You know, with the, the talent they bring in and, you know, the local scene's pretty awesome. You know, the, the open mic can be sketchy sometimes, but it's still, still kind of fun um so so there but you know there's good restaurants all over the place you know uh asian zao is a great restaurant you know cubbies you know just kind of like that those local based type stuff you know there's record stores everywhere but um there's a record store called sand envision vinyl mike owns it he's he's very knowledgeable he used to have a a record store you know back east you know so he's got stories about that and i've had on the, him on the podcast as well so i just i'd probably take people there to you know check out this little vinyl store you know and i've never been a real skier so i don't really you know see taking people up there but you know snowbirds beautiful my son loves to go seeing uh skiing i offhand. I'm not sure where he skis, but you know, I think between the three of us, my wife and my son and I, we, you know, we, we'd figure out something for people, but like wise guys in those restaurants are comes to mind.
0: No, those are, those are great. I mean, especially wise guys, you've got to go there. I mean, wise guys get some really good comedians in there for, for how small of a venue it, it really, I mean, it's not a small, I mean, the Salt Lake, it's not small, but it's not ginormous either. It's uh, it's like a perfect size for that intimacy feel, in my opinion. I don't know what your thoughts are on that.
1: Oh, oh totally. From like any place in that room, it, it still feels intimate. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: But yet it, but yet it fits a lot of people. So I mean, they can get some yeah. good names through there that usually, in from what I understand, usually only play bigger venues. And so, I mean, if you're in Salt Lake and you have an opportunity to go to wise guys and, and wise guys isn't paying me for this, I'm just saying, go there, you know, I mean, go check out a show and, uh, and laugh a little bit. Um, and especially since, I mean, ever since they moved to the gateway, I think it's great, you know, and then don't, yeah, did not they yeah. open up, uh, they are, they're, they're going to be opening one in Boise. I think I saw or something like that. Right. Is yeah. That-
1: he, you announced that I believe last week. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. So, he, so he's got he, he Boise, and and doesn't he have a Vegas? No.
1: Yeah, but Las Vegas, West Jordan, Ogden, and then uh, downtown.
0: That is so cool. That is so cool. If you could change one or two things about Salt Lake City or the area, what would it be? And I know that's a big question, but however, however, you want to interpret that one.
1: It's more like I don't. I don't know where to start. You know, it's it's not terrible, but there's just. Some people just need to mellow out, you know you know on on social media see that you know, if you know if city was a character on a show or or something like that, you know, so the areas are kind of very clicky, you know draper people are a certain way, and West Valley people are a certain way, you know, just kind of we're we're all in this together, just kind of you know try to relate with people and be empathetic like more. Because the pollution, I don't, I don't like the pollution. There we go. I don't know.
0: Well, and it's just going to get worse. I mean, yeah. more and more people yeah. are moving here, and it's like, what do we do about
1: it? Well, we we build, you know, more affordable housing everywhere. <laughs> that you know, yeah, we, th- that would be yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we we go vertical, and then, you know and then it's just a traffic traffic tra- <clears throat> traffic jam everywhere no matter what time of day you're driving
0: what are your thoughts on on the growth here in utah i mean it's really exploded here over the last couple of years
1: luckily in my neighborhood i don't feel it too much we're up here in holiday and it's just kind of mellow and quiet but then you know i you know i start driving west and north and there's just like people everywhere And, you know, I'm all for all sorts of people coming to Utah and enjoying Utah. But just when there's like too much all the time, it's just kind of like, you know, just needs to mellow out. (laughs) I guess is the best way to to put it. It's just too much can be too much.
0: Is there anything in uh, this next year? I mean, 2023 is really like just a week or two away. Um, is there anything you're looking forward to this next year?
1: No, uh, we're, lo- we're looking at a New York trip in the fall. Oh, nice. Our, our, our family trip. So I'm excited about that.
0: Out to the and city, New York city there,
1: New York city. Yeah.
0: Have you ever been to New York city?
1: Uh, when I was a boy scout, okay. I was about 12 years old. We went, I went to the national boy scout jamboree
0: Yeah,
1: and we did some tour date, you know, did some touring of. Many, many thanks again to Kelsey Taylor for joining me on this episode of the podcast. All of the links for her and Highlander
0: Coffee are going to be at IamSaltLake.com with this episode's show notes. So that way um, you can head on over you know, there and just click that. So head like on over to her website or her Instagram. Center. Send her a message. Let her know and, and, what, uh, what you heard you know, we her on I Am Salt Lake. Let her know what what you think. I don't know. Let her ask her where her coffee trailer is going to be parked next. So you can go visit it and support her and buy a So you're going to experience it as an adult now. Hey, in case you didn't know, I'm a real estate agent here in the Salt Lake City in Utah County maybe. And I'd love to help you find your next home. Whether you're looking to downsize. Whether you're looking for something a little bit bigger, Maybe with an office or an exchange extra over the last 15 years. Give me years, a call. But, Let's uh, chat. My cell phone number, number is 9 801 wins. 244 <laughs> <Okay. 2908. laughs> If you want to talk about we selling, wrap this episode up for a real estate market. How can people chat? I'm always down to talk. How can call me? Send me a whole How can they find your podcast and your website? Let's give all the contact information and all that. You guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And we'll see you on the next episode.
1: i link tree with all my links. Okay. Like we will go to that link train as links to um, Linen Design and the Utah Podcast Network. Um, uh, your creativity link. I think I might have the Ask the Stripper link there also. You know, so that that's the main one. But MrMazioti is my s- personal social everywhere. Uh, Linen Design LLC on the social for um, the graphic design. And then, um, for the podcast, your creativity spelled with an eight instead of an a, um, for the podcast, uh, social media links.
0: Well, very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. And I can't urge people enough. I mean, seriously, go check out, uh, I mean, all the podcasts that Dylan does and uh, all the podcasts on the, you know, the Utah podcast network. Uh, that Dylan was talking about um especially that ass stripper i mean that was, that was cool when when i had molly and uh, i forgot her friend's name that i had on the podcast um but uh, that was a that was a man, that, i have to have to track her down and bring her back through
1: yeah i, I, I at first had her on my podcast as a guest mm-hmm. and then you know you, you kind of were talking after that and it just be that would be a good idea to you know break down those walls of what you know, what it actually is. No, that it's not a terrible, sinful thing. It's, you know, a job, it's hard work. It's, it's not what everybody thinks it is.
0: Well, very cool, man. Is there anything, I mean, I know we just kind of skimmed the surface with everything, Dylan, but I mean, is there anything you want to add while I still got you? I mean, anything you want to uh, bring up or or promote or, or share with my listeners? Um, uh,
1: dry bar comedy. I, that's, that's what I call my day job. Because, oh,
0: okay, yeah. Talk about you know, know, what's going on with Dry Bar Comedy. They
1: they've you know hired me on full time. It's you know kind of the the first priority of things to, to work on when I wake up. But it's a clean comedy platform. Um, you can download it on your phone, on your Apple TV, all the different kind of TV devices, mm-hmm. and it's a, a clean comedy network where you know many of the com- comedians you know we see through, you know, through wise guys, you know, locally, a bunch of our local guys are on there, but like, you know, major comedians too like Josh Blue and um, uh, Taylor Williamson, who was on um, America's Got Talent, but it's, it's clean comedy. So like, you know, you know, kids don't really, you know, watch comedy and listen to comedy because, you know, there's that language. You know type element to it, and so uh, this helps with that and it's it's just good good quality comedy and um Keith is the president of the company he brought me in to um work on the graphic design so uh, if you go on the site a lot of that work on there you know the past couple of years is is what I've been working on
0: very cool and it- and aren't they down in, uh, Provo, right? Aren't they, uh, right. isn't, isn't that where they are doing that at?
1: Yeah. If, if people know about the chosen, um, and angel studios, angel studios is like a marketing partner, um, and producer for, um, the chosen, uh, driver companies like, uh, under their umbrella. So that, that, that's where it comes from. And we're in the same building as, um, the angel studio offices and okay, but I, I get to work from home. I get to work in my PJs.
0: There, I was just going to say, Dylan, <laughs> you go into work or you're probably sitting at home, you know, and, Hey, you know what though, no. but you got the, I mean, especially on snowy days. I mean, over this last week where we've just been plummeted with snow, I mean, it's probably been great.
1: Yeah. I, I also Instacart just to get myself out of the house and kind of see people and, you know, touch the ground and see the skies now and what is that? Week, Inst- you do it, what now? Instacart. It's uh, grocery shopping for people Oh, and delivering it to their house.
0: Okay. I don't, I, I, I've never used Instacart. I mean, is that, so, so you, it's kind of a little part-time job you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, like DoorDash and stuff like that where it, it's, you know, grocery delivery, but I do really small orders, you know, just enough to earn like, you know, eight, 10 bucks a day but it gets me outside. It's more for my wellness than the money, but the the money helps.
0: Sure. Sure. I mean, it's always good to make a few extra bucks, man. Nowadays, you know, any, any way, any way you can that I'll have to to check that out, man. There's so many years ago I did uh, Uber and Lyft and that was a lot of fun. But I think I would rather not have to carry people around. So I would imagine carrying groceries around is uh, a lot easier than than drunk people. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yep. A lot less attitude from a, a bag of groceries.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's cool about dry bar comedy, man. Because, you know, you see those clips pop up on like Facebook and stuff. And, 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 uh, and that's cool that you're kind of doing a lot of that behind the scenes stuff with them as well. So I'll have to uh, check out more of that.
1: Yeah. Facebook and YouTube, it's nuts on there and we we get so many views and it's, it's helpful to keep keeping the the concept going and, you know, recording new seasons and getting new specials out.
0: Very cool. Well, thanks so much for doing the podcast, Dylan. I'll put all the links uh, for people to, you know, to connect with you that you've mentioned and uh, on at IamSaltLake.com with this uh, episode. So people can connect with you. And I mean, I always tell people, Hey, reach out to, the, to whoever I'm talking with. So in this case, reach out to Dylan, let him know you heard him on the podcast. Cause what's the point, right? Dylan, if, if we just do this and nobody connects, right? Exactly. So, and people can, can hire you too, right? People can hire you for design. Right. right
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty busy, but I, I, you know, I have time for, you know, for projects to help people out. Sure. And, well, you
0: could I, one, one less Instacart delivery, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are some days where I don't want to go out. So, like a, a project like that would help out. And I just want to, you know, kind of thank uh, Keith Stubbs for all the opportunities over the years, my, my wife for her patience, and all my clients and listeners and partners in crime and all that for all the opportunities that I've had for the past 47 and a half years.
0: Alrighty, many, many thanks again to Dylan Mazioti for joining me on this episode of the podcast. What a great conversation! Like I say, uh, I say this on every episode: whoever I'm chatting with, reach out to him, let him know you heard him on the podcast. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode. One thing I want to mention before I sign off is to join our Facebook group. Next time you're inside Facebook, just search for "I am Salt Lake Community." You'll find the Facebook group. And come join the other 2,000 plus members of that group where we talk about everything awesome in Salt Lake City, events going on, and uh, just what you love about Salt Lake City. So with all that being said, again, my name is Chris Hollifield, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. Bye now.